right, guys, it's Blake Tifa, and we are back for a, another episode. Wow, man. We're back. We're chillaxing with, you know, enjoying the, the vibes and all. I don't know. I am on my way to work today. Um, you know, usually I work from home, but today I have to go in the branch. And that is exciting and I also just finished watching the last I don't know if it's the last but the reunion special of love is blind I've been waiting a long time to be able to record this because holy fuck what was that show um can we just all start by saying that shake is a complete narcissistic asshole <laughs> You know, a part of me wants to say you would think that the pre-screening that they do for this show, because it seems like they're highly selective, would be way better than this. But then I realized that narcissists are really good at charming their way and making people believe that their intentions are pure and they're good and this is what they really want. And in actuality, it's the complete opposite. So, <clears throat> as much as I really want to blame the show, I'm not going to. Um, but let's let's get to it. So, in season two, it's Love is Blind. And by the way, I've watched season one. Um, I've been waiting for Love is Blind to come back. I personally think that I should be on Love is Blind. I think I am, like, the perfect contestant for that. Um... But the people who are on Love is Blind, if you've never seen it before, it is, if you've never seen it before, you shouldn't be listening to this, go watch it. But if you've never seen it before, it is a dating show where you spend 10 weeks in a pod getting to know, uh, I think it's 13, I can't remember, a certain number of different people. And then at the end of the 10 weeks, you propose. And... um it's something that's really beautiful and really special and it's a really good show because it takes away all of the looks the appearances the outside factors and it really just allows you to fall in love with the person and who they are and then the test is to see is love really blind uh, I'm gonna let you I know you know what I think that everyone on the show for the most part would say that love is blind but I and I had this conversation with my ex when I said when we were talking about love and I was like you know love isn't enough people think that love is enough and love is enough for so many things love is enough to save somebody love is enough to save the world but love is not enough to be in a relationship with somebody forever that's what marriage is and the reason why it's not a love enough is because you can love many people for many reasons and it you just not be compatible and I think that's really sad because when we're in love the feelings are so pure and they're so steadfast and they're so like oh my gosh and we want it to be like the be-all end-all but it's it's just not and so the question of is love is love enough brings into account like is it is it really enough if, am I really you know all of those really important things that 
love is blind but in a relationship love is not enough and trust me the people who made it through the first phase will say that so the couples and i'm trying to remember them all it was cal and shana uh shane and natalie danielle and nick mallory and sal and ayana and jared i hope i didn't miss anybody um and there were to me personally three really outstanding villains in this season um the first will go Shayna because I don't like spending a lot of time bashing women but she spent some time bashing women herself so Shayna's first Shayna's first for I'm sorry it's really really bumpy I am on eight miles so if you know you know um Shayna is she was this pretty blonde girl and one of the first things that they were talking about at the beginning of the season was like yeah I think this is really important because people look at you and they judge you this one way and they expect you to be this one way and um Natalie was actually making a very good point about stereotypes and racism and here comes Shayna this I I don't want to say blue eye because I don't know what color her eyes is but this blonde girl with big boobs talking about yeah because people see blonde girl and big boobs and they think that I'm just such a ditzy thing and and you could kind of see on the faces of other people being like white girl world problems um like no I mean everybody is 100% entitled to how they feel but it seems off the bat that Shayna was a little bit into herself too much and a little bit conceited <clears throat> um and her villain story came out with the Shane and Natalie drama so in love is blind sometimes you love like feel attraction to more than one person which is fair you're dating around but you always have to be open and honest about that and Shane wasn't and because Shane wasn't Natalie took a really good approach which was requiring it saying hey if you're gonna be with me these are the things that I need and if not stop wasting my time and I'll find somebody else and Shayna did it the opposite way which was to create lies and falsities and try to make Natalie seem not so whatever and it was a really mean girl tactic and she basically tried to like discredit natalie and i don't think she's at this and 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 but that i mean that made her like oh okay you're not you're unlikable but whatever you know we all have our our faults we all have our bad sides but then when she found out that shane was really interested in natalie and shane was being a douchebaggery for it but don't worry he gets his um she realized that she needed to move on and she was also having strong feelings for uh kyle kyle's pretty dope dude kyle is amazing the biggest problem between them is that kyle was an atheist and she was a devout christian um my feelings about devout christians it's always really interesting to me that these devout christians um are usually some of the most mean judgmental unmoving people all in the name of god and i'm i know some amazing people who believe in god and you know they're really into it but uh, although i understand 
her stance. And I get it. Her religion is very important to her. Christianity is very important to her. And I don't have that same importance, so I don't understand. I do know relationships where they believe in different things and they make it work. And it seemed like Kyle was really willing to make it work um, as an atheist. And it seems like Shayna wasn't. Because really, Kyle was Shayna's backup. Because she just wanted to come out of the show marriage. She really was looking for marriage. And so then Kyle is uh, (laughs) what is it called? He gets down on one knee. He proposes. He proposes to her and she says yes and then goes directly into a meeting with Shane and tries to convince Shane to leave Natalie and be with her. And that is not where she stopped after she he said no. She accepted Kyle. They went out. They went to the honeymoon phase in Mexico. Um, Kyle was really sweet and nice to her. Shayna was a not nice word. And she left. And they tried to make it work. It seemed like it. But Kyle was really into it. And Shayna was not. And then Shayna tried to get into <clears throat> their marriage their engagement again between Shane and Natalie and she deals she just started spreading lies and trying to get in between it and then when caught she would be like oh no that's not what I meant I'm not being a mean girl but the fact that you guys think you have chemistry is laughable like it was it was such a disgusting display of toxic toxic uh femininity like the belief that because you want something that you get it is just and it also showed her entitlement and her privilege right like she felt very entitled to this man for no reason and and you know people always like entitlement and privileges this is where it shows right like in moments like this where it really should just be about these two people you feel so entitled to say these things and privileged to say these things over a woman of color which was just entirely just gross to me personally and I'm not saying I'm not saying that her motives were racial at all I don't think that they were but I think it shows the underlying issues of entitlement whatever in a reunion Shayna tries to redeem herself but honestly she just comes off flipping and ready to just apologize because she needs all of everybody on Facebook to be nice to her. Villain number two is Shane. And Shane's really just Shane's really just a villain because he was playing two girls. He was gaslighting. Um, but to me, the really the saddest thing about the Shane Natalie situation was that and I, I was very, very much shocked. Don't listen to this part if you haven't watched it. I was very much shocked when I found out that they didn't get married. I I thought that they were. um, And I don't know if it was editing. And it seemed like editing was doing a lot to try to make it seem like the couples that we thought were going to get married weren't. And whatever. So it could be more shocking. Um, But... Shane was playing around with a lot of different people. But one of the things to, that stood out to me about Shane was his constant need 
for reassurance and approval and validation. And it was just very toxic because basically what he would do is that he would he would compliment Natalie. And if Natalie didn't compliment him back, he would get mad. Oh, what do you mean? Well, how do you feel about me? How do you like me? And it's and I'm in a relationship, reassurance needs to happen. But you can't beg for it. And he he basically seemed even in the reunion, he seemed kinda like a dog. Like, give me attention, give me love, tell me I'm pretty, tell me I'm cute. And it's like you have to feel those things. Now I can tell you those things, but like you can't just go out yelling and demanding and like and he he was so very aggressive and natalie had this very beautiful like calm personality where she was like i can tell you how i feel and she she kind of spoke very softly um and it it was really they i think they worked really good as a team but it was really sad to see and i feel bad for shane in this way it was really sad to see him basically sacrifice this relationship because he isn't secure and 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 insecurities happen in men and women and he apparently has a lot of them now we're not even going to discuss the rumors that are flying around instagram and twitter and everything that shane is on the coke um we ain't gonna do that but it, it was very clear outside of the pods that he was a very deeply insecure man and what he was looking for was somebody to kind of stroke his ego and it i mean and that was apparent with his and shana's interactions in the pod when what are you wearing oh you're so sexy and it's kind of like yeah but it's not really about that kid um, I, I truly believe he was looking for a deep connection. I just don't know if he can handle it yet because he really, he really needs someone to kind of like make him feel good about himself. And, you know, a lot of that comes from loving yourself. And I, I always talk about how self-love is really important and we discuss it a lot in women, but self-love is also really important in men. And that's actually how you end up with a lot of toxic situations with men is because they also don't value or put self-love as a priority and so you end up in the places that we ended up in a show um but to me he I mean, his ego his self-esteem was really low and that was shown with the baseball game when he was so mad that he he missed all the, the um, pitches and he didn't hit anything and everybody else did. And he's like, even this guy who's walking in with these loafers and these tight pants, he could do it. And I wanted to be at the state. I mean, he comes off very whiny and very childish um, and just not really ready to grow up and be in a, in a real relationship. And that, like I said, is that was really apparent. So a lot of Shane's actions, including the gaslighting of Natalie when she was asking, and and to me, that's the kicker, right? He gaslit Natalie when she was asking for validation in a relationship because for her, she didn't need validation for love. Like she didn't need validation for herself. 
she was very confident in who she was as a person she needed validation in a relationship like I need to know that you're going to be here I need to know that we're good together whereas um Shane needed validation for himself and to me that is where they ultimately just have this really big issue is that Shane needs constant validation he almost kind of he almost wants someone that's like Natalie that's chill and calm but he also wants somebody who's gonna like make him feel good about himself and make him feel all of these things and that just was not Natalie and honestly to me Natalie was a very beautiful soul she's very calm so she's very respectful I was shocked but really really happy when she because honestly I think she could do better um I was shocked and really really happy when she chose herself and she said that you know he didn't make me feel safe and secure and man I get I get that statement fully like the person that you be you're gonna be with for the rest of your life has to make you feel safe and secure I've been in relationships where I love them to death but I I never feel safe I never feel like I'm enough I never feel like this is secure and I like how she used her her father as an example like this is this is the president that you set for me and he's not meeting that um and then we'll go into the biggest villain which is shake and honestly guys i was here for the redemption of shake he started off the pot like a disgusting misogynistic f-boy and he ended this series with as a disgusting misogynistic f-boy and one of the once again one of the biggest problems i think with shake is that he really doesn't love himself to me or or his culture even and that was really apparent to me in the way that he responded about dt um or deeps right because in 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 all of his comments like oh you know I, i don't i i don't she feels like my aunt she feels like my mom she feels like family i'm not attracted to her and to me the interesting part of that was you aren't attracted to yourself you aren't attracted to your culture you're not attracted to who you are as a person and it is clearly visible and apparent in the way that you act and do things you you just you just don't you just don't get it you're just not understanding it it's it's just freaking clear to me that it 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 you you're missing the ball kid um and to me that's really sad because the way that he responds to deep D is indicative of the way that he really feels about himself and his culture and and even i mean deep T responded as well you know saying that she doesn't usually date men of her culture um but she was not you know she wasn't going around telling everybody that she doesn't think that he's attractive she wasn't going around disrespecting him I mean, she was a beautiful girl. And the sad part was that early on, she communicated her own issues with her body image and how she struggled with that uh, due to a whole bunch of plethora of things. And 
it kind of was ignored. And that was really sad. Because he basically didn't care. She said, hey, I have these feelings. I struggle with my body image. I lost a lot of weight. Things like this make me feel uncomfortable. And in the beginning, he started off really bad. And then when he developed this relationship with Deeps, it, it seemed very beautiful and very genuine. Um, but he, he's a narcissist, right? He, and, and what people think about narcissists is that they love themselves. And, and that is the root of narcissism is that they love themselves so toxically because they don't really love themselves. And he doesn't really love himself, right? He does all of these things. He does all of these big grand gestures and he says all of this stuff about deeps and other people. Because deep down inside, he's really struggling for his own love. And that's why he has a problem with her. That's why she reminds him of his aunt. And she reminds him of a family member. And he can't deal with that because he's running away from his own self-image. And she is a reflection of his culture, of his family, of who he is supposed to be. And it is a part of him that he cannot accept. And he doesn't want it to accept because maybe he feels like it's damaging to him or doesn't get him where he wants to go but it was really sad to see him say things like we have such a great connection this is all I've been looking for and then I mean Deeps gets gets the like award of she she needs to get like an MTV award or something because her saying that she chooses herself and that she deserves to have somebody who's 100% sure. Because honestly, I really thought that she was going to go through it. She was really chill the whole time. She was really calm about it. She was really understanding about these really negative, horrible things that this man was saying about her. Um, and she handled it with a grace that I don't think anybody on this earth could have handled it with. I, I mean... When when they said on the reunion that she is the best person in and out, I really, truly believe that. Because I don't think anybody else could have handled Shake better in this situation. And even, in, even as he continues to make all of this shit on TikTok, I mean, Instagram, and he, he, he really is so caught up in his own image and how people see him and how he doesn't want people to see him that he cannot see his own damage and I like what Ayana said in the reunion like yo kid um you really really need to take a like a look at yourself um and you need to go to therapy and you need to go see how to be in a relationship as a narcissist even though fun fact uh therapy for narcissism rarely ever works and usually results in them learning more skills to trick people um but it was still really really interesting to watch and i and i guarantee you people are still gonna be like i don't know what narcissist is and he's not yeah he is he is fucking terrible i don't know why anybody pretends differently because <laughs> he i mean i i don't understand the my my opinion you don't have the fucking right to talk about her body. If you don't feel a physical attraction to her, that one should be between you and her. 
It does not need to be something that you discuss with somebody all the time. To disrespect her and her body, and she's beautiful, is terrible. Then on the, sh- on the reunion, I mean on the reunion, he, everybody at the reunion hated him. And he, he had the audacity. So Nick Lachey and um, his wife, and I'm going to look up his wife right now because I, I promise you I can't remember her name. Nick Lachey and his wife um, were the, they're the host and um Vanessa her name is Vanessa and they're like trying to talk to Shake and they're trying to get to him and Vanessa Lachey jumps in and she tries to talk to him about it and he disrespects Vanessa in front of Nick and then he says that the only woman that he's attracted to was Vanessa and 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 to me the audacity to tell a woman you're attracted to her while her husband is there. And not only is her husband there, her husband's fucking rich. He's a celebrity. He literally was in boy bands. He can make you hate your life. Like, he can make your life fucking horrible, my dude. Like, you... And this is the crazy thing about narcissists is that they don't get that part. Like, he can make your life horrible, and you just sat there and you're just like, uh, well, I'm going to hit on the, the married woman whose husband is rich and has a whole bunch more money. Like, it, it was a fucking pathetic display. And I love what Vanessa said about how um, you know, he was only attracted to her. And she's the one that's been dogging him the most. And once again, yeah, that's because he doesn't love himself. He doesn't know how to accept love. He he wants the toxic thing because it gives him like this vibe. It I don't know. I don't want to spend any more time on Shake. Fuck Shake. Fuck Shake. Fuck Shake. I hope Deep's. Um, I mean the fact that Kyle was like I should have been with Deep D. I hope they get together. I really, 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 truly do. Um, that would make me really happy. Be- and I hope Shake stays single for the rest of his life. Because I wouldn't, unless he unless he healed. Because I wouldn't wish that type of situation on anyone. Um, and I hope that a girl tingles on his back while he's holding her up at a festival. That might be a tad mean. Lo siento. I didn't say full P. I said tingle. Um... So then we get into the other relationships. So there was Danielle and Nick, and they were pretty silent. Um, Danielle also kind of had that same thing that Shane had a little bit. Um, but I think that she found a partner that was more understanding and, and more able to vibe with her. Um, she had a, a lot of insecurities. She had a lot of insecurities in relationships. I just think she found a better person to kind of vibe with it. I, I will say that it it was frustrating watching her almost sabotage the relationship every episode was like crazy. Right? Watching and, and it was crazy because it was almost like a mirror for me looking at myself 
and how I used to do that in my own relationships and getting to see just how bad it really is. It it was really crazy for me to watch it. And I kept being like, oh my God, Daniel, just stop. Like, you're just mad. You're just mad. And and it's, it's so interesting. Um, but I will say that sometimes Nick came off really judgmental. And at first, it really didn't seem... He came off like a stick in the mud. He really didn't seem like he was into having fun. And I think that's maybe why they work well, so well together is that Danielle was there to kind of like mess up his life a little bit. He was really neat and calm and she needed to mess up his life a little bit and he needed to bring order to her life a little bit. And I think that's where it's really beautiful. And I like the fact that they meshed. I will say the same thing though. I really think that it was very toxic of her to continue to need this validation. Um, I don't think that she was as like aggressive about it as um Shane was but she definitely could have sabotaged it just on the simple fact that like she just couldn't she just she just didn't think that she was enough and she couldn't accept a really good thing and that's probably because a lot of really bad things have happened to her and so it's really sad and I, I want you to know that I give the same emphasis to the, the same care to Shane but Shane I mean even in the in a situation where he's talking about like all the mean things he said when he was drunk it's like but you have to play a part in it and it's 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 almost like he once again needs that validation like <clears throat> okay I said I was wrong but you have to say you're wrong to her this can't like it's it's very assertive and aggressive and very mean-spirited needy whereas Danielle was kind of more like insecure needy and like I'm trying for her it felt like she was really trying to work through with it and for Shane he was more demanding it was like no this is what you get so accept it so we go to Sal and Mallory and I never really liked them as a couple I'm gonna be honest I understand why Mallory chose Sal I think she was trying to go away from her normal stereotypical I think Honestly, I I think the biggest thing on this show was insecurities. Um, I'm not saying that Mallory was perfect. I don't. Who knows what happened there? There's not much to say about them. Um, but they were they were just kind of the couple that I just didn't get, and I I, I stand with Nick Lachey. Like I just didn't understand it. Um, and they you know they talked about the whole conversation between Jared and Ayana. And I'm glad that they talked about it. I don't, I can't imagine how Sal and Ayana felt. I mean, Jared and Mallory. I can't imagine how Sal and Ayana felt watching that. Um, I imagine it was pretty terrible to witness and experience. I, it, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot for me to see. I can't imagine how much it would be for other people but I, it, to me that didn't it didn't make it better um I don't know there's just something about Mallory has like this really quiet soft energy um there's something about Sal that just I I can't put my finger on but just doesn't sit right all of this and honestly even the singing the only time I enjoyed his singing was when he was singing with his roommate outside of that it was forced it felt very fake to me um 
And I know that for some people, singing is like their expression of love, but it just felt. And maybe it was because the producers were like, hey, oh, you should sing more because that's your thing and everybody's going to go swoon over it. I didn't swoon. I, I found it kind of irritating. I'm I'm not a big Sal fan. If I had to choose, I'm going to pick Mallory. I think she's beautiful. I think she's sweet. I even think in that situation with Jared, she was very uncomfortable and she was just trying not to like rock the boat or say anything if you pay attention in the conversation with Jared she didn't really she was trying to be respectful to both men she was trying to be respectful to Sal and she was trying to be respectful to Jared who really kind of just needed to say his piece and so he could bury it and move on and I think that's really what was going on even though it was really terrible and I say that because of both of their actions past that I think that it was Jared's way of saying, okay, well, I'm moving on from this. I need this to be done. I just need to have this one last conversation. And that leads to Jared and Ayana. And honestly, I love them as a couple. I Ayana has strength that I couldn't even have to know or to feel like you were a second choice. Because she was. Um... And to still go through it, there's there's a lot of confidence in her. She was such a beautiful soul. And I think together they made a really good couple. They were funny and silly. And they had a really good vibe. And they had really big differences about going out and things like that. But I'm really happy for them. I was kind of shocked when they said yes. But I it, it makes me happy as a as a black woman. Black love is amazing to see in all aspects of life I know I'm not spending a lot of time on them but they didn't really have that much drama they were just kind of chill outside of the Jarrett Mallory thing um and I think that personally I think that Mallory and I think that's why I like her Mallory handled that with so much beauty and care and she was really respectful of her feelings and you could see that it really hurt her to hurt him and I think that that's beautiful. I think that they showed how to handle it correctly. Even though they made some slip-ups, I think they showed how to handle it correctly. I think Sal just got in his feelings and couldn't get out of them. Jonas said. But that is my take on Love is Blind Season 2. Um, you know, shoot me up. Let me know what you guys think. Thanks for listening. Bye.